You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Stay here. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, Fusion. Amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Coming up in the next hour, we will speak with a surviving family member of someone who they believe has been kidnapped and are concerned about their niece's uh, life and well-being, uh, someone in Israel directly. So, And traditionally, this is Wednesday, so we traditionally have discussed a lot of wellness issues on this day. We're setting some of that aside. Stay with us on Kevin McCullough Radio. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He's playing the role as as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, glad to have you with us. And I continue broadcasting this week from an undisclosed location. I will tell you, I had a chance to... Over the last two days, interface with a great number of our service personnel, uh, men and women, uh, some of whom might be called into action as world hostilities change in the near future. Um, And I got to tell you, um, I'm often very not confident in the current commander in chief, but my confidence in the men and women who serve us in uniform has never been greater. And I'm grateful for what they are doing. Uh, Tom Tradup uh, joined us yesterday, a longtime uh, news executive for SRN News, uh, the Salem Radio Network. Uh, he also is a correspondent and a contributor now, senior contributor to allisrael.com, which is Joel Rosenberg's site. And oftentimes they are breaking news ahead of anybody else in terms of what's going on in Israel. Tom Tradup is back with us now. Tom, the last 24 hours since we spoke, 40 decapitated babies. Uh, the death rate uh, skyrocketing uh, in terms of the number of bodies that they have found and more people trying to engage Israel in um, attacks and uh, hostilities. It's a very um, kind of uh, continually changing story. What is the very latest to your knowledge? Well, you know, Kevin, we thank you for having me on, by the way. We've been fearing and now, unfortunately, it has come true that there would be other multiple fronts in this uh, war on Israel, uh, in addition to what happened over the weekend that the world has been horrified by. Um, now, today, there's been a massive escalation of terrorists and armed drones attacking northern Israel from Lebanon and also uh, incursions from Syria. The red alert sirens were going off nonstop as the Iron Dome was fired up to to knock down missiles and and incursions. Local media in Israel are uh, reporting what they call hostile aircraft penetrating Israeli airspace. And Mm. by that, they mean armed drones, but also manned paragliders uh, of the style we saw when Hamas flew over a uh, youth music festival at the desert and uh, gunned down a number of young people who were just dancing and enjoying the the, the morning. Uh, so it's a, it's a major escalation and it's really, really concerning because, you know, Israel, I think, has shown tremendous restraint as somebody who's not there and is working through media and through all Israel news to get my input. Uh, I think I would have probably, if I'd been had my finger on the button or whatever you'd want to say, I would have been a, had a much more massive response so far. And I think one is coming, but they haven't done that yet. But with if there's going to be a three front or a three pronged attack, particularly if the West Bank gets into the party, uh, Israel's going to have to retaliate with mighty force and it's going to be fearsome. Yeah. Well, we spoke with Katie McFarland yesterday as an analysis of um, her perspective, particularly as a national security advisor to multiple presidents in the past. And her real concern, and she has a great piece up at Fox News I want everybody to to take a look at, is that um, Iran and their allies will continue to fund these incursions, continue to encourage them. Uh, because they want the massive retaliation uh, and they want to be able to propagandize the deaths of Palestinians as a result. 
But Tom, when you're talking about uh, 1,200 confirmed dead, 22 of which, by the way, I, I need to point out are Americans that we've confirmed yes. so far. Uh, this is something that Israel and the U.S. should be taking very seriously. Um, I, I want to get your reaction to a couple of things. Turkey is now threatening the life of Bibi Netanyahu, saying that he will uh, be shot dead at some point in the near future. Uh, not uh, President Erdogan specifically, but President Erdogan made a specific statement uh, regarding the purpose of the U.S. carrier in the region. Uh, in my conversations with the military over the last 48 hours, it is clear that we are providing logistics, which means um, uh, intelligence. We have uh, satellite capabilities and other other ways of being able to see things that a lot of the groups in the region do not have. But we also have the ability to give them massive amounts of munitions uh, from that position. What is the latest in terms of your sources, in terms of how the U.S. and Israel is working together at this point? Well, back up just a second for um, people listening and me. Uh, I don't want you to reveal your sources, but it wasn't President Erdogan. Who was it within Turkey that was making this? OK, claim? that was a that was a fellow cabinet member. I think he was the cabinet of the uh, the secretary of the interior or something along those lines. But he he made a public statement in Turkish news yesterday that uh, President uh, Netanyahu would pay with his life for the retaliation on Gaza uh, and that somebody would shoot him dead uh, in the near Very future. Very interesting. Well, so so there are obviously and, you know, we haven't even mentioned Turkey uh, in our conversations up till now because they're a NATO ally. So you've got right. a NATO country, you've got Iran, you've got Syria, you've got Lebanon. Uh, Jordan has not done anything as far as I know as of yet. Uh, but you obviously have the Gaza, and these are all hotbeds of mostly Shiite uh, ideology that are ready to uh, pounce. Yeah, they are. It's 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 bad. Well, to answer your question, so much of this is classified. They don't tell us. I I asked Joel Rosenberg, who's our CEO and founder at All All Israel News. You know, how long can the Iron Dome keep going, given the fact that? So many missiles are coming in, and then every time an Exocet missile or a Patriot goes to knock down something, if it's headed toward a populated area, that's how the system works. It's kind of like triangulating the trajectory of them. If they fall in the desert, they just let it go. But Correct. if it's headed to the cities, they shoot it down, and it's you know massive amount of money to shoot even one of them down. And with this kind of barrage, how many missiles do they have? How much money do they have? And he said, well, that's all classified. But obviously, that's part of our agreement between the United States and Israel, that we will supply whatever they need. Uh, President Biden keeps using that phrase, we've got your back. I'm not sure that I'd have a lot of confidence in that if I were, uh, you know, the Israelis. But it is what it is. He is the commander in chief. And if he green lights it, and he, he has at least verbally been very pro-Israel, Hopefully that will happen. One one other interesting development this morning was that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and former defense minister, former leader of the IDF, Benny Gantz, who was really a political opponent of Netanyahu's at one time, have formed an emergency unity government. And, and why that's important for people listening is Israel is a multi-party coalition government. Food uh, is the, the big one. But, uh, you know, to have all these warring factions within the government, kind of like having Republicans, Democrats, uh, the Green Party, uh, you know, no labels. You pick any number of them here. If they all had seats in Congress, you talk about the mess we're in now, it would be really bad. Well, now they're coalescing everybody for one massive council. Of They're people. coming together, which is exactly yeah. what they should do. And by the right. way, it's what I'm hearing from Israelis that they want Western democracies to do, that they want hostages released without negotiation. They want uh, zero conditions on the return of the uh, hostages and they, and they want the hostilities to stop. Tom Tradup, we're going to check in with you again tomorrow. Thank you for your up-to-the-minute analysis of what's going on. You can read all of his work, by the way, at All Israel dot com all israel.com and uh, tom will talk to you soon thank you kevin you got it kevin mccullough we continue with a big show stay with us balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life at a time hi my name is peg i'm a wife mother and grandmother 
Family is so important to me, and I want to stay healthy so that I can continue to do the things that I enjoy doing with all of them. I would recommend Balance of Nature. It's so easy to do every day. I feel great, and who doesn't want to feel great? Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code MISSION. Hi, Kevin Cottrell Coffee with Kevin. WMCA is excited to announce our first live prayer in Times Square broadcast. We'll be broadcasting prayer and worship from Times Square Monday afternoon, October 16th from 3 to 6, right in front of the Red Steps. It's a live three-hour broadcast with Kevin McCullough and myself featuring interviews and prayers from local pastors and ministries on matters affecting our city. Along with the interviews and prayers, you can catch live music from local church choirs. And we're pleased to announce multi-Grammy award-winning gospel artist Hezekiah Walker. Join us in prayer now as we anticipate WMCA's first ever live prayer in Times Square. It's going to be powerful, and we invite you to join us in person or on the radio Monday afternoon, October 16th from 3 to 6. A special thanks to our title sponsor, the Salvation Army, plus Alpha Sun Market Street Mission and Campaign Against Hunger. For more information, visit WMCA.com. Listen to the Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570, the Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. I'm Kevin Cottrell here with Dan Buttafuoco, one of our good friends of the radio station. And uh, he has been an attorney, Dan, how many years now? 41 years. And you recently settled your 136th million dollar case. That's pretty amazing. Yes, thank God, Kevin. We've been really fortunate. We've got a staff of 24 people, which is committed to... To serving the needs of the seriously injured people due to medical malpractice, product liability, or just a simple car accident. We handle it all. We've grown. We're now in 50 states. Many of these people are pretty seriously injured and uh, really need that money to exist and have some quality of life. Call but if you go and associates at 800 now heard and have them evaluate your case. That's 800-669-4878-800 now hurt. But if you go and associates cares that you get the best results. They don't take the easy way or the easy money. They fight for the maximum benefit. 800 now hurt. But if you go in associates, 800-669-4878-800 now hurt. This decade may be the worst one yet to retire in. That's why you need the most current retirement information. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson has been helping investors stay ahead of turbulent markets and money-grubbing politicians. Now, more than ever, you need to subscribe to Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. Bob makes sure his Retirement Watch readers are getting independent advice on all aspects of retirement. It's advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get 12 months of the newsletter. You'll also get five model portfolios. Plus, you'll get immediate access to the Retirement Watch private website with tons of special reports. You'll also get an online spending calculator to help you deal with inflation, plus exclusive conference calls with Bob Carlson, answering your retirement questions live, all for as little as $49.95. Try it for 30 days, and if you're not satisfied, cancel and we'll refund your money. Sound fair? Sign up today at retirementelders.com. Retirementelders.com. That's retirementelders.com. Because of a matching grant, Food for the Poor normally would be able to provide only two children a day with two meals a day for a year for a gift of $175. But if you call in the next 15 minutes, a matching grant will enable that same amount to feed four children instead. Anything you give is doubled for the next 15 minutes at 855-907-4673 or click the red Give Life banner at WMCA.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Austin Center Pier, driver of the America's Tire, number two Ford Mustang, and 2022 NASCAR Cup Series Rookie of the Year. Having the right tire pressure on the racetrack is crucial to my success. Tire pressure is also critical to keeping you safe on the road. Whether it's for safe stopping distances in all seasons or getting the best gas mileage, you want to keep your vehicle's tires properly inflated. Check your tire pressure at least once a month or stop by a local tire retailer for an air check. 
A message from the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough continuing my special coverage of the war in Israel and what has happened over the last number of days. If you were listening yesterday, you heard us break the news that amongst those that were found in the kibbutz, 40 babies were beheaded and discovered. Uh, Just more of the atrocities that we have heard about, that we have sometimes seen in terms of social media, and we are continuing to speak out against. Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Uh, Here in the United States, one of the things I am very, very dismayed about is that there are these pro-Palestinian demonstrations breaking out everywhere, the Black Lives Matter people in Chicago uh, coming up with their logo yesterday of a paraglider that said, uh, I stand with Palestine, and uh, they they flew the uh, Palestinian flag over the over the silhouette. It's just repulsive. It turns my stomach. Um, this has been nothing short of a of a massacre, of a slaughter, of a genocide. This is ethnic cleansing. These are people that are trying to kill people simply because they are Israeli, uh, and they are trying to do so. And I believe there's a larger agenda that uh, Iran is actually working at here in using Hamas and Hezbollah to start uh, an even bigger problem, but we'll get into that later in the show today. Next, I want to introduce um, Elad uh, Levy, who is joining us for the first time. And um, Elad is someone who is in Israel, and he is the uncle of an Israeli soldier who has now been missing since the conflict, uh, and he is joining us very late his time in Israel tonight. Elad, welcome to Kevin McCullough Radio. It's very good to have you. Hi, Kevin. Thank you very much for uh, having me. Uh, we are. I just want to say this up front. I, I stand with Israel now and forever. Uh, what has happened to you is nothing short of just heinous evil. Um, but let's talk about your nephew. Um, when was the last time that you that you knew he was uh, safe? What would have you heard anything updated sure. about his situation? What's going on? Yeah, sure. So it is my niece. Uh, it's a she. Sorry, her name is Ronnie. No, uh, that's okay. Uh, Ronnie, and she's a 19 years old uh, teenager. She's been in the military service. It's a mandatory service for uh, a little bit more than a year. And she served in uh, Gaza in a camp uh, on the border of Gaza. Um, Last time we heard from her, it was around uh, 9.30 a.m. on Saturday morning. Uh, The attacks on her base started uh, probably, you know, before that. And the message that we got, it's actually she sent a text message to her mother um, with the following, hi, mom, I'm okay, I'm busy, I love you. And that's the last message that we heard from her. And it's been, uh, so that's since Saturday morning, so all these days since. Um, Elad, give me a a lay of the land that we know that there are more than a thousand casualties that have been counted now. Um, is it your understanding that most of the victims have been identified or are, there, are they still discovering uh, bodies and atrocities? I, I don't think that uh, most of the, the bodies were discovered. I, I heard some estimates that the number is going to double by the end when everything and maybe a little bit more than that. I think so we're you're, talking you're anticipating between two and three thousand victims total yes i would which, say roughly speaking yes. yes which for those of you listening friends um on 9 11 we lost about three thousand people in a country that has 330 million to lose three thousand people in a country that only has nine million um is uh 9 11 times 60. this is just insane in terms of the the pain and the anguish um eli let's talk about what's uh what's the frame of mind of the country right now um, what are you and your fellow Israelis thinking, praying, hoping for, asking the world to understand? Absolutely. I would say, look, we, we, we are hurt. Families like us, like I said, there are, you know, 2,000 families which were hurt, were devastated, but at the same time, we're resilient. We're all determined to, um, to finish it off. We have all the support to our military forces and to the government. Um, to go and strike Hamas and wipe them out. What we expect to happen, I think, 
If you ask me, there are two things that we expect from the world. This is what I, what I said is my expectations for the government and from the Israeli forces and the Israeli people. In, in addition, we expect from the world, I think, to understand and act on two things. The first is the hostage uh, situation. People need to understand that Hamas kidnapped hundreds of people. We don't know the exact number. Among them, roughly 40 to 50 small kids, little kids, as young as one years old, two years old, five years old, really, you know, infants, without their mothers and fathers, which they killed before that the kibbutz. They kidnapped old ladies, grandmothers, you know, ladies that are 80, 90 years old with medical conditions, with medical needs. They kidnapped scores of, you know, females, female soldiers and female civilians. Imagine what, you know, they're going to do to them. What we ask and demand from the international community, the UN, US, EU, all the humanitarian organizations is to act and work immediately for the release of all the hostages unconditionally. No negotiations, no nothing. Nobody's going to negotiate with Hamas. Hamas is ISIS. So we need the world to act now. First, release the hostages immediately. That should be one uh, a position that all the world should unite around. Yeah. Um, and just to along those lines, you said that uh, Hamas is ISIS. Uh, it is the worst uh, extremes of, of that ideology. And friends, um, I have no doubt that... Um, that Iran has fully funded uh, all of this activity. In fact, we have intelligence reports that say this was all finalized last week in Beirut, that the Revolutionary Guard from Iran was involved in the approval and the go-ahead and the planning. Um, this is a much bigger um, force at work than just a few crazies that are in some of the uh, areas around Israel. This is this This is global in terms of its importance. And that's why it requires a global response. That's why the United States must respond with one voice. Um, a lot of you listening know that I don't, I don't agree with President Biden on a lot of things. There's a lot of things I disagree with him on. His strong statement of solidarity with Israel yesterday was a very good sign. And it's my prayer that he will keep that position in place um, for the foreseeable future. Um, my, my fear, Elad, is that um, that these these demonstrations by the radical Palestinian groups here in the states will have some influence on the Democratic Party, which has a lot of Palestinian sympathizers in it. And I don't want them influencing our national policy uh, to to sway away from the solidarity that we are showing with Israel right now. But we will we will have to wait and see and take that on a day by day basis. We are speaking with Elad Levy, whose niece uh, was uh, has been missing since um, uh, since Saturday morning. And we will uh, we will continue our conversation with him coming up in uh, just a minute. We take a quick break and then we'll be right back. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Stay here. This is Seth Liebson of 960thepatriot.com for Town Hall. What Hamas launched from Gaza last weekend should teach us all a lesson. Palestinian terrorism as far back as 1968 taught the modern world the use of hijacking civilian airlines and the targeting of schools and civilians. This history runs exceedingly close to home. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the presidential candidate, saw his dad killed by a Palestinian because of his father's support for Israel. It's time for a moment of truth. If a startup nation were trying to model itself and its values based on America, it would look something very much like what Israel did 75 years ago this year. But there are forces of barbarism that despise exactly that and would rather live in medieval fundamentalism than in a modern world with respect for human rights and human dignity. Hamas has demonstrated its willingness to maim and slaughter to attain their goals. It's a problem of evil that needs to be solved once and for all. Hamas needs to be defeated and destroyed. I'm Seth Liebson. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. WMCA is excited to announce our first live prayer in Times Square broadcast. You heard that right. We're going to be broadcasting prayer and worship from Times Square on Monday, October 16th, 3 to 6 p.m., right in front of the Red Steps. Mark your calendars to tune in for a special three-hour broadcast with Kevin Cottrell and myself featuring interviews and prayers from local pastors and ministries on matters affecting our city. Amidst the interviews and prayers, you'll catch live music from local church choirs. And this just in, multi-Grammy award-winning gospel artist Hezekiah Walker will be performing. Join us in prayer now as we anticipate this WMCA's first ever live prayer in Times Square. It's going to be powerful, and we invite you to join us either in person or on the radio. Monday, October 16th, 3 to 6 p.m. And special thanks to our title sponsor, the Salvation Army, plus Alpha Sun, Market Street Mission, and Campaign Against Hunger. For more information, visit WMCA.com. Hey, listen up. Paige Rue here, host of Reloaded, a reality show about my life as a girly girl raised in a gun store. Yes, you heard that right. A gun store. We're a family-owned range in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a firearms instructor, and my passion is to empower Americans to exercise their Second Amendment rights. It's so fun to go to work and see my parents, brothers, and sisters. We all work hard, but leave it to the boss, a.k.a. my dad, to get us off task. There's always one in the family. In this season, I'm preparing for my first shooting competition called Tactical Game. Being my first competition, you'd think I'd start out small, but nope. I have a go big or go home attitude. This event not only takes shooting skill, but physical fitness. And some of these competitors are professional athletes. Ugh, I'll need to recruit some help to ensure I don't feel miserably. Watch my goofy family run three successful gun ranges while I prepare for the most difficult event of my life. There is no downtime with us. You can find every episode now only at SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Representative Steve Scalise has been nominated to be the next House Speaker. Republicans now will seek to assemble the narrow House majority around Scalise in what is certain to be a close vote of the full House. A floor vote of the whole House could come as soon as later today. The State Department says the number of U.S. citizens confirmed to have been killed in the Israel-Hamas war has now risen to 22. That's an increase from the 14 who had been confirmed dead on Tuesday. U.S. citizens are also among the estimated 150 hostages that were captured by Hamas during its assault on Israel, which has left at least 2,200 people dead on both sides. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 29 points, but the Nasdaq is ahead 38 points. This is SRN News. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough back with you. It is Wednesday, and normally we focus on wellness issues, but with the news being what it is and as big as it is, uh, I just can't move away from the top story. We will have a discussion in just a moment with uh, Kwang Do, who's back with us. Uh, he's got some exciting uh, uh, information to relay to us on that study he was doing on aging. We're going to get into that with him in just a bit. But we continue with Elad Levy, uh, who is uh, staying up late for us in Israel tonight and is relaying to us uh, what is happening there. Uh, Elad, I'm, I'm very much aware that the international community, um, even NATO, uh, Turkey today, threatening um, not only uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, but uh, some of the uh, other uh, members of the ruling uh, party right now in uh, Israel. I, I've read numbers of 300,000 military um, reservists and active duty being called up. Can you talk to us uh, at, at all from your vantage point as to uh, if there are more threats that they are expecting, if there are other borders that they are expecting those threats to, to cross? What, what is the condition of the, of the situation as you see it right now? No, absolutely. We're facing a few fronts here because, uh, you know, Gaza, everybody knows what's going on. But uh, we uh, on the north, we have Hezbollah in Lebanon. And on the Syrian border, we do have, um, I would say, you can call it Hezbollah. You can call it, you know, Iranian proxies or all kinds of, you know, you know, terrorist groups that are just waiting to attack us. There are a few hits 
back and forth between Israel and Hezbollah um, over the last three days. Um, kind of like, you know, it seems like a very slow cooking and escalating. And, and this is, you know, obviously a, a huge threat. And uh, if you want to add to that, we heard some, uh, you know, Iraqi forces, Iranians supported, obviously, the Houthis in, 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 in Yemen, all kind of like, you know, um, let's say threatening that they are going to join the fight and will send their, you know, all their ammunitions against Israel. So I, I definitely, there is uh, a huge threat here. Do you know if there's any um, reaction by the Saudis or um, Dubai or Qatar or any of the Abraham Accord nations that you guys have um, been more friendly with in recent years? Has there been any response from any of those state, uh, nations? I think we heard, uh, and I'm not sure, um, you know, uh, statements of uh, against Hamas in the first couple of days. I think they do realize that uh, what Hamas is, what Hamas has done, slaughtered you know Jews in Israel. They'll do the same thing for the people in the uh, in the Emirates, in Dubai, in Saudi, actually in Israel. Actually, you know they'll do to other Palestinians. And, you know these guys are not human beings. This is yeah. exactly like ISIS. They're going to you know slaughter and kill and savagely anyone who's not them. Well, and that's the uh, that's the real challenge here, friends, is, is you're watching the news. Keep this in mind. We're not dealing with rational actors. These are people that are driven by an ideology. They're driven by um, a very uh, strong sense of um, I, I don't know how you describe it. It's it's almost like a demonic calling to uh, hurt these people uh, to the degree that they can. And all you have to know is if they're willing to hurt children and innocent women and older women, uh, their their intent is not is not good. These are not uh, these are not fair gains of uh, military targets. These are innocent civilians that have been targeted. And it's my belief that they are tr they, they took hostages, uh, Elad, to try to get prisoners free. Is that is that the thinking there in Israel as well? Look, it's a, that's what they say, but we don't believe them. I think that, you know, we don't know what they've done to the hostages. We don't know who's alive and who's not. Right. And, and we don't know who came in alive and, you know, and who's going to come back as dead. So right. they, these people are complete savages, you know, uh, bloodthirsty. Like you said, there is no ideology. There is no political motive here. It's, you know, one what they've done was for one purpose and one purpose only kill and slaughter Jews. My, my desire for a long time, Elad, and I've traveled to um, Israel multiple times. Uh, I wish the rest of the world would uh, uh, sort of take their handcuffs off of you and let you do what you need to do to protect yourselves. I know that um, the world is praying for you tonight. I know that uh, there is no, there's, there's no evil that uh, you could face. That's any worse than what has happened over the last few days. So I'm hopeful that uh, the Western democracies will demand those hostages be released and take action towards that end. Uh, but know, Elad, tonight that the United States stands with you and we are we are there for the foreseeable future. And um, in my heart and my listeners' hearts, we're not going anywhere. Thank you very much. And we appreciate it uh, a lot uh, here in Israel. We will check in with you again. Elad Levy, thank you so much for being Absolutely. with us. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Kevin McCullough, we've still got a lot to get to. Don't go away. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Let me tell you about a very interesting new book that has just been released and some are saying is a must read. It's called Two Creations, Bara and Asa. And the author, Emmanuel J. Charles, reveals the secret of creation from the book of Genesis. He reveals that life on earth was not evolved, but created by Almighty God. He explains that the first three verses of the Bible should be considered as three distinct events that took place in four different eras of earth's history. This book presents undeniable claims supported by logical reasoning, scientific evidence, and biblical truth. This book gives pastors and professors the ability to teach the creation account in churches and academic institutions boldly, without any doubt or hesitation. Many young students are walking away from their faith due to the lack of evidence to refute the theory of evolution and the promises that they will finally find answers in this book. Visit Amazon.com to get your copy today. Buy your copy of Two Creations, Barah and Asa. 
by Emmanuel J. Charles today. Hi, Kevin Cottrell Coffee with Kevin. WMCA is excited to announce our first live prayer in Times Square broadcast. We'll be broadcasting prayer and worship from Times Square Monday afternoon, October 16th from 3 to 6, right in front of the Red Steps. It's a live three-hour broadcast with Kevin McCullough and myself featuring interviews and prayers from local pastors and ministries on matters affecting our city. Along with the interviews and prayers, you can catch live music from local church choirs. And we're pleased to announce multi-Grammy award-winning gospel artist Hezekiah Walker. Join us in prayer now as we anticipate WMCA's first ever live prayer in Times Square. It's going to be powerful, and we invite you to join us in person or on the radio. Monday afternoon, October 16th from 3 to 6. A special thanks to our title sponsor, The Salvation Army, plus Alpha Sun Market Street Mission and Campaign Against Hunger. For more information, visit WMCA.com. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. Kevin Cottrell, we're talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco and Associates. And I know you personally as a Christian, a person of faith, Buttafuoco and Associates won't settle for what's good for you and the firm. You're focused on serving the client. We always settle cases which are based on what's best for the client. There are many lawyers out there who will settle a large personal injury case because they need to make payroll, uh, we <laughs> will not do that. We will only settle a case if it's right for the client, and we're very sensitive to the needs of the client, and we understand that this is a one and only opportunity for them to make good on the injuries that they've sustained and to move forward with their lives, and so it's very important that they get the maximum amount that they are entitled to from this personal injury litigation, whether it be malpractice or product liability or just a routine car accident. Call the offices of Butterfuco and Associates at 800 669 4878 and have them evaluate your case. That's 800 669 4878. 800 now hurt. 800 now hurt. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You've all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, the MyPillow 2.0, and more. But some great news the MyPillow six pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent and still provide that cushiony, soft wonderfulness that you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price $79.98. For a limited time, you can get this six pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code WMCA. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That's MyPillow.com or 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, it's Wednesday. We normally talk wellness for much of the show. Today, a little more breaking news just because of the nature of the days that we live in. But I am excited to welcome back uh, Kwang Do, who was with us just a few weeks ago, it seems like. uh, But it was actually a couple of months ago, I guess, uh, because Dr. Mark Siegel, who was on last week, said, Kev, you've got to get... Mr. Doback, because there's some good news that he's uh, found in the in the studying that he was doing. And friends, I don't know if you remember, but he has been working on some very exciting research as it pertains to aging and Alzheimer's and some of the uh, potential to reverse damage from the Alzheimer's condition. Kwong, welcome back. So good to have you. Kevin, thank you so much for having me back. It's great to be here. Um, just for my listeners' sake, give us a, a nutshell recap of what we discussed last time. We very quickly discussed our drug candidate, NE3107, which is in the clinic right now being developed for Alzheimer's disease. In our phase two trial, we remarkably found that it reversed the cognitive decline amongst the small group of Alzheimer's patients that were in that trial. It did not slow the decline, it reversed the decline. And there were a bunch of other things that were very exciting that um, 
gives us great optimism for what to expect later on this year, where our larger phase three trial in Alzheimer's is expected to read out in late November, early December or so. So that's our work in Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. I want to I emphasize what you said there because it stood out to me so strongly when we spoke before. Most of the Alzheimer's treatments that have been utilized thus far have focused on slowing the decline, slowing the decay of the damage, and trying to just uh, you know help extend the uh, the state of the mind um, in in terms of slowing the decay, but in your in your study and it's the first of its kind, you're actually dealing with um, a molecule, a, a medicine, a, a, a drug, if you will, that is going to take that process backwards, and this has never been done before. For for my listeners' sake, why is your um, why is your medication, why is your uh, discovery able to do what it's able to do when all of the other uh, research has been to slow the, the, the decline? How is yours able to reverse it? Our drug candidate, any 3107 works on a completely different mechanism, right? And what it does is that it prevents the buildup of TNF-alpha, which is considered the master regulator of inflammation in the body. Now, there are many things that can contribute to inflammation. It could be the buildup of amyloid beta, that is the target of the recently approved monoclonal antibodies. It could be tau, it could be many, many things, all of which contribute to inflammation via TNF-alpha. And the problem with many drugs that target each one of these individual um, inflammatory stimuli is that you focused on one and you've ignored all the others. Hmm. What makes 3107 very unique is that it blocks it, them all. It blocks the production of TNF-alpha regardless of the source of the original um, inflama um, inflammatory stimulus. Right, So it blocks it at just what I consider to be the right place at the right time. Furthermore, it is a small molecule. So patients take two capsules a day and in clinical trials so far, it has shown to be very, very safe. So we don't have to worry about brain swelling and bleeding and so forth that we've seen with some of the other alternatives. Well, that's really encouraging. And when you talk about reversing the decline as opposed to slowing it, what does that look like in terms of extension of function and uh, livelihood? Um, cognition is measured in the clinic through a number of cognitive assessment scales, one of which is ADAS-COG. Right. And ADAS-COG, typically in the other trials, you just see the patients, their scores going higher, higher meaning a higher disease score. So patients are continually getting worse, some more worse than others. In our trial, the patients got better. They saw a reduction of the ADAS-COG score. And when you interview the patients and their family members and caregivers, you hear stories that at the beginning of the trial, my loved one couldn't remember this, that, or the other, but by the end of the trial, he or she was contributing to conversations, remembering various things, and so forth. So those exit interviews give us great hope for what we hope to see later on this year. Now, compare for me the size of the studies of the one that you completed versus the one you expect to have information on before the end of the year. The original phase two trial was only 23 patients large, so that was a relatively small trial. Our phase three trial, reading out later on this year, is in excess of 400 patients. So we will have, we hope to have sufficient numbers here to have um, statistical significance demonstrating the effect that we saw earlier. If it mirrors the success that you had, what is the pathway to getting your uh, medication to market? Well, it is still a fairly long path, right? There, our default plan is that we will need to conduct a second phase three trial outside the U.S. so that we can register the trial globally. Typically, you would need to have two phase three trials for approval. So that is our default plan. And under that default plan, we would not register until probably 2026. But given the results we've seen so far, we're hopeful that there may be two additional options for us to bring it to market earlier in the U.S. If later on this year we see the effect on cognition, as we saw, and the effect on reducing amyloid beta, frankly, that's how the other drugs were approved. 
If we see that effect, we're definitely going to go and have the conversation with the FDA about accelerated approval or conditional approval while we conduct our second phase three. So that's one additional option. The second additional option is that we will start a new trial early next year in what's called mild cognitive impairment or MCI. It's a phase three trial that is relatively short to conduct at which we hope to have results by the end of 2024. If we have positive results in that trial, that means we now have positive results in two phase three trials because everyone knows that MCI eventually progresses onto mild and moderate Alzheimer's. Those two phase three trials may be, a, a, may be usable in the US for full approval, right? And that could be as early as 2025 if things work out our way. That sounds really encouraging. Kwong, if, if, if anybody listening wants more info on what you're working on, how do they find out about it? Please go to our website at biovpharma.com. Biovpharma.com. And uh, you can find out all of the information. Give me the, the drug number one more time. Our drug candidate is NE3107. All right. We're going to follow. We're going to continue to follow this with you. And congratulations on the results thus far. And we look forward to finding out what your phase three says a little bit later this year. Terrific. Thank you for following us. Thank you for having me back. You got it. Kwong Do, thank you so much. Kevin McCullough coming right back on Wellness Wednesday. Don't go away. The United States Constitution guarantees every American fundamental rights and protection of life, liberty, and property. Salem is celebrating our founding document with a special offer, a 1953 Omen U.S. Constitution lithograph. To understand the value of these lithographs is to know the story. A master lithographer immigrant named Theodore Omen came to this country to find the American dream. Seventy years ago, in 1953, Omen printed a limited number of these exceptional Constitution lithographs. Go to SalemEventsStore.com to read Omen's entire story. America's most important document stands as a testament to all Americans to maintain their liberties, freedoms, and inalienable rights. Buy it and display it proudly. Buy a gift for your family and friends and for all the teachers in your communities. There is a limited number, so act today. Go to SalemEventsStore.com to get your exclusive 1953 Omen U.S. Constitution lithograph while supplies last. That's SalemEventsStore.com. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. WMCA is excited to announce our first live prayer in Times Square broadcast. You heard that right. We're going to be broadcasting prayer and worship from Times Square on Monday, October 16th, 3 to 6 p.m., right in front of the Red Steps. Mark your calendars to tune in for a special three-hour broadcast with Kevin Cottrell and myself featuring interviews and prayers from local pastors and ministries on matters affecting our city. Amidst the interviews and prayers, you'll catch live music from local church choirs. And this just in, multi-Grammy award-winning gospel artist Hezekiah Walker will be performing. Join us in prayer now as we anticipate this WMCA's first ever live prayer in Times Square. It's going to be powerful, and we invite you to join us either in person or on the radio. Monday. Monday, October 16th, 3 to 6 p.m. And special thanks to our title sponsor, The Salvation Army, plus Alpha Sun, Market Street Mission, and Campaign Against Hunger. For more information, visit WMCA.com. Want more AM570 The Mission? Go to am570themission.com to listen live, tune into podcasts, sign up for events, learn about our advertisers, join the fan club, and more. That's am570themission.com. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough final few minutes of wellness wednesday and i just want to um you know i'm coming to you from an undisclosed location this week um and i will tell you i, I can tell you a little bit more about what i've done when i get back but uh, it's been a very interesting eye-opening experience but you know when you're on the road um you, you you're tempted to eat in places where you norm, normally wouldn't eat and I know that for many people, um, even for kids, the, the sign of those uh, golden arches is kind of a, a, a I don't know, a heartwarming, uh, nostalgic, uh, oh, yeah, I remember when we did that, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, many people believe that McDonald's isn't associated with healthy food, probably for good reason. Uh, Catherine Carnitz, a Rhode Island-based registered dietitian and owner of Nutrition Education RD, said many McDonald's food items are in 
high in saturated fat, cholesterol, added sugar, added salt, etc. But she says by carefully ordering from the menu and not making the fast food chain a regular part of your routine, you can opt for better for you alternatives. To make more nutritious choices, when you visit the Golden Arches, Carnitz, as well as uh, Laura Clevenger, a registered dietitian from Edgewater, Florida, said, um, here's what's okay to order. Um, on the breakfast stuff, don't go for the hash browns, go for the apple slices. If you're looking for a low-calorie snack that provides that crunch, the apple slices are a great choice. Egg McMuffin, Clevenger said, this sandwich made with egg, cheese, and Canadian bacon is around 310 calories, 17 grams of protein, 13 grams of fat, and 30 grams of carbs. Um, there is a much healthier choice for breakfast than that, they say, and that's the fruit and maple oatmeal, which has 320 calories, but only has six grams of protein, four and a half grams of fat, and a whopping 64 grams of carbs. If you're trying to watch your blood sugar and stay fully, stay fuller longer, the protein and fat option from the Egg McMuffin is the better option. They said uh, the McCrispy is also a, a good option. You may want to reach for a fried chicken sandwich. Still, when eaten on occasion, this is a good option. If you're concerned about getting enough protein, 470 calories, chicken sandwich gives you 26 grams of protein uh, and, and that. And they even said that the McDonald's hamburger, a classic choice with a pretty impressive nutritional makeup compared to the other burger options on the menu, 12 grams of protein, it's a sure bet you'll be feeling full and satisfied for hours while out and about. Uh, both the hamburger and the cheeseburger have ketchup, mustard, chopped onions, and a pickle. Again, you don't want to make this menu item a daily part of your diet, but on occasion and under the right circumstances, you can actually uh, do not so bad from McDonald's is what these registered dietitians are saying. And on Wellness Wednesday and on a day in which we've talked about a lot of bad news, I thought maybe a little bit of good news to end the show would be the way to go. I'm Kevin McCullough. We've got a big, big event for you coming up on Monday. I hope you can join us. If you're in the city, we will be live in Times Square from 3 to 6 in the afternoon for uh, AM 570, The Mission. And uh, those of you that hear me there, uh, regular time, uh, we will be there. Uh, but if you're listening to us on AM 970, The Answer, or anywhere else, uh, 3 to 6 live in Times Square this coming Monday. I hope you can join us. And then I'm back in Times Square uh, a, a week from Friday we, where we will be doing our broadcast for Broadway. That's all straight ahead next week. Kevin McCullough saying we'll see you then.